Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, I am so glad you're here today. Um, today, I have a special guest. Dawn Orr is here. She is a holistic canine coach slash dog trainer. And I am interviewing her today because I just think how important it is that behavior is also a part of the overall holistic picture. So I want her to kind of explain a little bit about how she goes about training dogs and what her philosophy is, because I do think it fits right in with um, everything that we do as, um, you know, regarding natural animal health. So Dawn, welcome. I'm so glad you're here today. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. I appreciate it. Absolutely. So just kind of to get started, what made you decide to become a dog trainer slash canine coach? It was one of those things as a child. I wanted to be a vet. I wanted to be a teacher. And I couldn't decide which. So I ended up doing dog training. That way I'm working with animals and being a teacher at the same time. Best of both worlds. Nice, nice. How long have you been training? Uh, Full time now for 13 years. Wow. All right. I bet you've seen uh, your share of some good and bad dogs over those years. Oh, haven't I though? Too many. I bet. So I think it would be important to maybe talk a little bit about what your philosophy is as a dog trainer. My philosophy is... Basically, every dog is different, and they should be given the opportunity to learn force-free, pain-free, and be given the opportunity to to really learn and thrive in a natural um, manner. Nice. I love that you said force-free. I know a lot of trainers um, use a lot of different tools uh, that can almost like break the dog. Um and, and I noticed that you said force-free. I really like that you mentioned that. Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah, there are so many different types of training out there. And there's no one uh, thing that's great for every dog. But bottom line is no dog should have to learn by, by force, pain, intimidation, or just overall trying to overpower because they are living creatures and they deserve that respect. Absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, what would you say? Let's just say I, you know, was a client. I called you up. I have a dog that's maybe a little unruly, maybe barking at everything that moves outside the house. Anytime I have visitors over, they jump up on them. Um, how would you go about um, maybe addressing some of the issues around that? Well, that's a great question because a lot of people uh, think it's just a simple. What's the answer? There's one answer. And we've got to realize that, again, this is a cognitive thinking, rational, um, analytical being. So their behavior is for a reason. So I have to ask tons of questions, starting with diet, their environment. Um, What's going on? What triggers these behaviors that are making the humans not happy? 
did the humans unintentionally teach the dog this? And that's how they've been rewarded their whole life. But now the humans have gone, okay, I'm done with this. So there's just so many steps to get to the true source of what's causing this behavior. Interesting. You mentioned diet. So talk to me a little bit about what what you're looking for whenever you're kind of, I guess, reviewing diet with them. Um, That's another great question because what we feed just like in us can affect how we feel, how we think, how we react to situations. So if we're feeding a dog something that's not healthy for them, that's not species appropriate, it can affect their behavior that they feel sluggish. Um, Too much sugar in the diet can make them hyper and then we want them to be calm and it's physically impossible for that dog to calm down. We're feeding them something that just makes them just uh, just terrible. They just don't feel good at all. They're overweight. They can't Mm -hmm. respond in a natural way. So they're going to come out with either overactive behaviors or negative behaviors. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, obviously diet affects how we feel too. I would, uh, you know, it's all about um, species appropriate nutrition. I love that. Um, how, what are some of the other areas that you would look at? Like I said, there's no simple answer, but always start with diet. We have to consider all aspects. Um, has, has the dog, you know, gotten vaccinated? Has it been over vaccinated? Are we giving it, um, over the count counter medications? Um, are they on a lot of synthetic medications for various reasons? Um, what we wash our dog with, what we wash our clothes with. And there are just so many factors that can um, contribute to a behavior um, in a dog that's not natural. Wow. That's so true because there's so many um, disruptors and so many of the products that we use, we don't even realize how it may be impacting our animals. So yeah, good point. So what are some of the philosophies that you have in terms of maybe some of the training tools that you use? Again, I, I'll say this. You'll hear me say this a lot. There is no one method. So again, I like to be force-free. So each dog will have its own special needs. So let's say, for example, um, a dog is pulling. I'm going to start with just a simple uh, front clip harness or um, if it's not a bad puller, maybe you know just a regular harness. If it's a serious puller, I might upgrade to something like a gentle leader. Um, But all of that is paired with changing the behavior, getting the dog to learn to calm down. So each behavior can start with a low tool and change the tool to fit that dog. Nice. So do you use uh, food at all as part of the motivating factors? Uh, Absolutely. If the dog is food uh, motivated, I'm going to use food to increase that dog's reward. If the dog does something, I'm going to reward him just like us. I'm not going to work for free. I'm not going to get up and go to work if you don't pay me. So the dog works, it gets a reward, which is the food. If food's not the the motivator of that dog, I'm going to find out what is and use that tool at that time. Nice. What about, what are some of the things that you like most about what you do? Oh, this is great. Aha moments. You're working with a dog and the, the human or the pet owner has, has almost given up. They're just like, I'm at the end. I don't know what to do. I've, I've been to this person. I've watched this video. I've done all these things and nothing works. And we've worked and they've seen their dog turn around. And I look over and their eyes are all lit up and they're going, oh, my gosh, my dog's not dumb. He's not a hopeless case. He can learn. And all I've done is just show them if you change what you've been doing, 
the dog will learn. Nice, nice. So what are some of the things that you find are helpful, um, maybe in a situation um, that you've identified, maybe the humans are a part of it and they're just not recognizing it? Um, From birth, puppies are learning. They learn every day and they grow up. Dogs learn every day. So they are a mirror of their environment. So if we are rewarding them for things that we don't want them to do, well, we reward them today, so why aren't they going to do it tomorrow? They are creatures of habit, and they're always looking for, how can I get something out of this situation? Whether it's a tree, food, a pet, excitement, but if they're doing something we don't like, we cannot um, keep doing what we've been doing. Nothing's going to change unless we change. Gotcha. Yeah, that's hard. Sometimes, you know, as pet parents, we don't even realize, you know, we're encouraging a behavior that we can't stand just because we want it to go away sometimes. Right, right. I'm sure in the years that you've been training dogs, you have encountered a dog that is so highly stressed that they are not even in a state to be able to learn or um, especially train. How much you handle that situation? You know, this is where we have to really slow down and remind the pet parent that, that their, their dog is not a robot. We, we have to really slow this process down and put this dog in an emotional and a nu- nutritional detox and pair with their diet some behavioral modification. And, you know, we can start that with, um, one, of course, putting them on a better food, um, assuming they aren't on a good food, and giving them a great product that I love is Rescue Remedy, and pairing that every day with giving the dog some jobs, some things to make that dog do something that's natural to a dog, which is using its nose, using its um, mind to think in order to get rewards instead of always being you know, yelled at or or be in a situation where he just doesn't even know what to think anymore. He's been barked obedience commands so much that he just shuts down. So good food, rescue remedy to help with the training rehabilitation process. And this could take anywhere from, from two months up to a year. It just depends. Every dog is, is different. Okay. And I I love that you work with Rescue Remedy. For those of you that may not be uh, familiar with it, it is part of the Bach flower family. And it's a combination of six Bach flowers. And what Bach flowers do is they help to balance out the emotional state. In fact, um, one of my episodes uh, that I uh, had was an interview with one of the, um, uh, you know, specialists, regarding Bach flowers called Calm My Pet. So if you haven't listened to that, that might be a good one for you um, if, you're, if you've got a dog that's really stressed. So I love that you use that because then it kind of takes some of that um, emotional component where they're not so stressed. They can actually start to learn. Oh, exactly. If the mind can't calm down, your, your behavior will never change. Right. So you mentioned the detox. Um, can you say anything more about that? And again, everything I feel like we're talking about is, you know, it's so multi-level, but a detox is one, getting all the, the, the bad stuff out of the body and then giving the dog a good direction. And we can add some um, great detox products 
Um, every dog again is going to be different, it, but um, it's about getting the inside to change so that we can change the outside, which is the environment. It's how they are fed, when they're fed, how they're talked to. Everything is included in a detox. Gotcha. Um, I love that you kind of take a broad look at this because I think just like with holistic medicine, the differences between holistic medicine and conventional medicine, conventional medicine takes one body part at a time and tries to fix that one body part where holistic medicine takes a look at the entire body and how everything works in, you know, unison. And it feels like that's kind of what you're looking at too. Like this isn't just, you know, we need to stop the dog barking. Like we have a whole list of things um, that you're looking at with that. Absolutely. Like why is the dog barking? You know, when is it barking? All those things can contribute to that. Is the dog on something that's not great for it, that's causing it to be anxious? So it barks at a shadow. There's just so many, you know, factors that we have to weigh in on there. Absolutely. Something that you mentioned earlier is you asked, you know, you said that you ask about vaccinations. Have you ever seen um, an animal that you've worked with have maybe they've just had an adverse reaction to some vaccines and it affect them behaviorally? Oh, absolutely. Um, Throughout my career, I've seen, you know, quite a few, but just recently, it was was about three weeks ago, um, a client called me saying that they've had their dog for a few years and never had a problem out of it. And all of a sudden it bit their child. And Mm. of course I have to go through the whole series. Well, what happened? What was the child doing? What has changed? Did you move? I have to answer so many questions and nothing had changed with the exception that just a few days before the dog had had rabies and vaccinations. Mm. So that has to have something to do it if nothing else changed. So we went through all of these things. I gave her tons of information on what to do to, um, detox from that and she called me just yesterday and said the dog's acting calm again it's not it's not pacing it's not like on edge all the time so it has to have been something contributed to that wow yeah that's that is crazy and and it makes sense because especially when you think about the rabies vaccine um it affects them neurologically and you know you're asking a dog to you know behavior is also, you know, part of their, um, them neurologically. So it makes sense how it would be connected. Absolutely. And that's one thing I feel that pet parents forget is that even though we've got a pet, it's still an animal and animals rely on their, their instincts, their, their reaction time, their thought process. And anytime we put something like that into a dog, it affects how they think. So here I'm relaxed, I'm calm, and all of a sudden something's inside of me and I'm not feeling great anymore or I'm on edge. There's all these things. So that person right there has to somehow be a source of what's causing this so I might react negatively to them. So we have to think about everything we put in can affect how a dog thinks and feels. Very good, very good. Um, What are some of the things, like if you were you know, maybe to say a few things about what you want people to know most about you, um, your philosophy, your 
just who you are as a trainer, like what would be a few things that you would want people to know about you? Number one, I'm in it to win it. I care for your dog as much as you do. I will pour my heart and soul into trying to help your dog. I don't come at you with a blanket, one size fits all uh, protocol. I do have a foundation that I use with every dog. And then I build upon that. Um, How you react to your dog, how you respond to your dog is going to, you know, affect our our, um, protocol program. But if you will fight for your dog, I promise you, I won't give up until we help your dog. Awesome. Well, and that's really important because I think people, you know, um, they've seen trainers come and go and, you know, it's hard sometimes to know who you can rely on and everyone has a different philosophy and everything. And um, I have seen that with you and that is you really are committed to it as long, you know, as long as the people are working, doing and and they're doing their part too. Oh, absolutely. And uh, I'm always out to learn more. I'm not here to tell you that I know everything. I'm looking for new knowledge every day because there's always scientific studies going on out there. There's new methods, new remedies going on. And so if I tell you I'm not going to learn, I can't help you. So like I said, I'm, I'm in it. If you'll fight, I'll fight with you. Right. Well, and I do have to say, um, you had you had uh, picked up a puppy um, about a week ago, and you brought it to my store, and this was a very unruly puppy. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> Little brown lab, so cute, but very unruly. You had him for a week. You brought him back, and I'm telling you, he was a different dog. Everybody that worked at the store noticed Um, how much calmer and more secure he was. And he just wasn't acting crazy like he did uh, the week before. So what do you, what would, what would you say you attribute that to? Um, Giving the dog a job every day. All I did was just let him know you have to work for everything. And when I say that, I'm not meaning I'm, you know, browbeating a dog. It's just like, if you want something, look to me. If you look to me, I will give you guidance. And that's all I'm here is I'm here to protect you and, you know, provide for you. Once you give that to an animal, they don't have to be stressed all the time. They can still be hyper. This was a puppy, Tammy. It was, it was a lab. They're okie dogs. But I just mm-hmm. gave him just that little bit of attention so he knew where to look. And he, he relaxed. Yeah, it was, it was a very marked difference. There's no doubt. Um, so what, anything else that you would like the listeners to know about you, um, or maybe just even some of the most common questions that you get? I feel that the most common is, you know, what, do I have to be the pack leader or can I just give it, you know, something, you know, that I'm trying to think, um, a tranquilizer or something, Benadryl or, or just these things to calm it down. And I need people to realize those are Band-Aids. You're not getting to the source. And I can't fix your dog because it's not a machine. I can't fix it. I can help you teach your dog to think differently. So if we can change that mindset, I feel that there'll be so many dogs that don't end up in shelters and they're healthier physically and mentally in the future. Nice. Very good. Well, Dawn, um, if someone wanted to get a hold of you and they wanted to 
um, talk to you about maybe hiring you as a trainer? How would they go about that? Um, great. I've got a website. It's Holistic Canine Coach. That's holistic with a W at the front and uh, the word canine spelled out. Holistic Canine Coach. And I'm also on Facebook under the same name. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Well, I think this has been um, super great information. And again, um, it's just all, it all is, it works together, you know, food, behavior, all of it. It's all, um, it's all part of the full picture. So I think this was a a super great uh, timing and a, a great conversation. And I appreciate you taking the time to share some of your philosophy and expertise today. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. We'll talk soon. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.